together. What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the rebranded No Bounce podcast after Steve shaved his beard and head. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, I had been shaving my head, but look, I, I didn't want to be limited to one variety of facial hair. I feel like that's putting ourselves in a box. That's fair. Um, and frankly, it's the wintertime. I get a little, I get a little dry skin. So, uh, yeah, it had to go. Um, it'll probably be back eventually, but, um, you know, I think, uh, we just took the opportunity to, uh, broaden our, uh, our scope a little bit <laughs> in, the, in the facial hair game. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I almost went mustache, but, uh, no, but, but Kevin said I have a clear cop and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. I agree. So. Um, uh, firstly, obviously, um, recently we had the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant, uh, his daughter Gianna and seven others, mm-hmm. uh, in a helicopter accident in Calabasas, California, um, Obviously, Kobe's a huge part of basketball. Uh, a lot of players yeah. in the NBA looked up to him as they were kids. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to, you know, at the top of the program, just yeah. mention it. Yeah. And obviously, like, send our wishes to Kobe's family, uh, his wife Vanessa, his other daughters, um, and the families of everybody else that was involved in the uh, accident. Yeah. Well said. Um, in other news, you know, let's talk about basketball. Yeah, we're going um, we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna get re- right back to our regular programming. Um yeah, sorry. That, that, that That's okay. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. We, I mean, it, everyone it, it, else has expunged on it so yes, much. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, I think there, we're just gonna try to focus yeah, on. There's not that much basketball. left to be said, uh, other than uh, you know, got to move forward. So, yeah. right back at it. Yeah. So, uh, first things first. Um, Zion Williamson made his NBA debut last week. Um, I turned it on the other night, and uh, the first three quarters were like really boring, and like I didn't really yeah. give a shit, and. I had worked and was like ready to go to bed, so I went to bed, and next thing I know, uh, our, my group ta- my group chat is like blowing up. Like, did you see this? Are you watching this? Yeah. And, I, and at that point, like, I was already in bed. Like, yeah. I was like, I'll just catch the highlights in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, um, what was it like? Twenty two. He scored. He scored seventeen straight uh, for the Pelicans in the fourth quarter, including yeah. four of four from three. Um, it was obviously like, just like a really cool moment. Like, I, I got to watch the highlight the next day. It yeah. was. It was really. Uh, Really impressive, and you know, obviously like being in New Orleans mm-hmm. for that first game uh, was very cool to witness. One of the so, like, we've kind of talked about it on here with like Zion's body type is like very unique. Like he's built yeah. like Khalil Mack. <laughs> yeah, um, and like I understand, like it, it's like the low hanging fruit, and like Mark Jackson and uh, whatever the fuck yeah. Van Gundy Jeff. Yeah. Um, like yeah. they they were like this guy's fat <laughs> like like the whole like the whole game I mean, and like yeah he is yeah. but like like just call it a basketball game like I don't like yeah, I don't give a yeah. fuck about like what Jeff Van Gundy thinks of like all star selections or like how Mark Jackson <laughs> would coach this team if he were coaching this team like there's a reason he's not a coach of the NBA right yeah. now. Um, pe- pe- there there are people that say the Sixers should hire Mark Jackson. I just don't say it, mm. but um. Yeah, so I mean, like Zion Williamson's debut, obviously very impressive. I haven't got to watch much else of him since then. Um, I've seen a, you know a few of like the highlight plays, um, but you know, obviously, like best of luck to him. Um, I still think like with the head start that John Morant has gotten this season, I, I don't know that Zion is going to be able to catch him. Um, but obviously, like the Rising Stars game this year is like one to look out for because yeah. like you're going to have Trey Young presumably Ooh, yeah. in that game. You're going to have Luka Doncic maybe in that game. You're going to have John Morant and Zion Williamson but in that game. Are they still formatting it like a like a, like a rookie sophomores? I know they. I think they. I always like that. Format. I always thought at one point it was rookie sophomore, but then they did like World versus International. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to do that or like mm. what exactly they're going to do. Um, 
but obviously like a lot of like high profile young stars in the league uh, are going to be in that game so that'll be pretty exciting yeah. uh, for all-star weekend yeah doubling back to, to zion too i um i think i i think i might have said last year that i felt like he had kind of a cap on his uh on his uh skill level potentially in the nba um i might be my words on that um you know if we see a uh, you know if we see more 17 point quarters yeah, I mean, very, very well. It's, it's. I mean, it, I mean, it's, how, it's, how Neto had a seventeen point quarter. You know true. what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, sometimes you just get hot and they'll feed you the ball. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like downplaying like what he did. Like, obviously, yeah. it's like it's an yeah. accomplishment. Yeah, I mean, obviously the jury's still out, but yeah. you know, we've seen a flash. There is a yeah, you know, and, and like spark, like we've, spark. like we've always said, like his biggest thing is going to be health. Yeah, and like staying healthy is going to be the key to the success. If he's healthy. And obviously, he's very athletic, you know, despite being a much bigger basketball player. Um, you know, like I said, the, I've, I've, you know, I don't think we've ever said that about a player before that we both know and love. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's always availability is the, the best yeah. abil- uh, abil- ability. Yeah. So, I mean, if he can, like I said, if he can stay healthy, if anybody can stay healthy, like they're yeah. maximizing their. Yeah. Career potential. Which is a good segue into our next topic. Yeah. Victor Oladipo, Victor Oladipo making his return tonight. tonight. Yeah. Um, Actually, I haven't uh, checked the box score yet, but uh, yeah. Victor Oladipo returning to action after tearing his uh, ACL last year. Um, obviously, like the Pacers have been kind of clicking without him, um, but I think, you know, he, he is talented enough and like the roster that they've built uh, around Victor Oladipo is good enough, deep enough to kind of like incorporate him back into it. Um, and kind of keep the ball rolling. Um, they've been a surprise this year. Obviously, like, DeMontis Sabonis has kind of taken the next step. Miles um, Turner is kind of like the outside, like the more versatile five where he can yeah. kind of defend inside but shoot from outside. Sabonis is your more down low in the post, kind of like a bully on defense. They went out and got Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, TJ McConnell is there now, which is obviously very fun. And then, like, you're bringing back, like, a previously – uh, most Improved Player Award winner in Victor Oladipo, yeah. uh, whom I'm really uh, a fan of his. Yeah, so uh, Oladipo is uh, is one for six okay. in 14 so not, minutes. Okay, so not the best. I also think that he's probably going to be on a minute restriction he's like, o- for the time being. 0 for 5 from 3. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's, definitely, he's definitely on a minutes restriction. Yeah. We're, we're, we're well into the third quarter. Yeah, I, so. I, I, he's probably like maxed out at like 20 or 25 minutes a night, at least yeah. for the time being. And I mean, until he gets his legs under him again and is like confident and, you know, the shot is going down. Well, I'll tell you what, TJ McConnell's one from one. Hey, um, that's, a th- I, that's 100% that, that's, maybe. You know. <laughs> um, but no, obviously like best best wishes to Victor Oladipo as he's coming back from this injury. Um, he, he He's one of my like... Like I really enjoy watching him. Oh yeah, yeah. TJ Warren's giving them the uh, you know give that man a backpack because uh, he's yeah. giving him a hard carry right now. Yeah, I like TJ Warren a lot too. I yeah. like I um, he, he's like ten for fourteen so far. Yeah, like, I, I, this I is stand, a close game against yeah. the Bulls. I stand so. TJ Warren because you do. Yeah, Ooh. he just he just is like one of those like outside of like his whole thing earlier this year with Jimmy Butler where they had like the whole back and forth thing and they both got like ejected or whatever. Um, TJ Warren just kind of like has like. Just this dead stare, and he just goes and gets <laughs> buckets. Like I, I just—he's kind of like Kawhi, but not nearly as like yeah. much of star power. Ooh, another another guy in this game that oh, I uh, thought you were going to let me segue to Kawhi. Uh, that would have been yeah. good. Go ahead and you can. Damn, mention, yeah. You can I'm mention. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, we're gonna derail this a little bit. A guy who I had forgot was even still in the league, and I recently realized, oh shit, he's actually playing still. 
Ryan Archidiakono, the Villanova hero, the game-winning assist for that Villanova championship, and I think what was that seventeen? Uh, yeah, that Nova championship. I think so. um, yeah, he's getting some getting some minutes with the Bulls. Um, could we see a uh, a Kirk Heinrich 2.0? <laughs> no. Could we? No. no. I, I I was I'm, I'm a big Captain Kirk fan. As a uh, he's fine. As a what do you? I'm not a big Kirk, Kirk Heinrich fan. Why? Nah, I don't know, man. Oh man, come on. Nah, that's all right. You call yourself a white man with glasses? You piece of shit. You're a class traitor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I used to. So, like, I used those to rock, goggles are. Lit. I, used to, I used to rock specs when I was playing. I had uh, the rec specs too when I was playing little league baseball. Love rec specs, man. And uh, they suck. They would get like foggy. Yeah, like, like you get a little dirt on them. Yeah, they, they suck. Like, yeah. All right, so back All to right. my cool Kawhi segue. Uh, uh, some video surfaced yeah. last week of Kawhi in the strip club uh, with his teammates, mm-hmm. presumably in Houston or no, I think it was in Miami after they had played the Heat. Um, obviously, Miami is like very notable for like having happening nightlife. Really? Yeah. Wow. Miami. I'm being you're being sarcastic. sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, yeah, and Kawhi is just like sitting there with his homies, and he's got this big old ass just like grinding in his face, dude. And like, he is he, he, emotionless. He, he, he could be watching like like a potted plant grow. Yeah, like, like a chia pet. Yeah, yeah. He could be watering his chia pet. Like, like he had like one hand on it. Like he's like. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he. I think like he, he was, was like, just. Hang- he was like. He was like. Like he was polishing just sitting there. like silverware. Like just like a blank stare. Like yeah, with his New Balance hoodie, which is dude, the, so an, an incredible flex. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That that big New Balance brand logo smack dab in the middle of the strip club. <laughs> like that's exactly what you want to do. You get a big shoe deal. You win a championship. You say fuck it. Yeah, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, but the the Kawhi strip club video is absolutely hilarious. Um, I'm sure that you can find it on the internet, probably readily. Dude, he makes it rain, but he like it's he, the, he it's made the it most like, disinterested make yeah. it rain. It's like it's like you kind of you know he was like lackadaisically just tossing bills, just like in the general direction of this ass. Yeah. It was wild. It, it, like, it's like so on brand for Kawhi. Like he shows, what did we expect? He you know shows I mean? emotion like the Iron Giant. Like you know, he has it somewhere, but the way he expresses it is so flat. <laughs> like it's like he's just like learned how to love, and he's just like this is new. <laughs> like he's he's slowly gaining sentience. Yeah, like yeah. he's a robot. He that, is. He's because he's not on the Spurs yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's a robot that can play basketball, and he is slowly gaining sentience. Speaking of robots that can play basketball, did you happen to see the video? Of, I don't know if it was like it was some like Asian tech company, um, and they like built a robot Not that surprised. can like shoot threes, and but basically like the guy would like hand the ball like to the robot, and the robot would just yeah, like I sling it back yeah. and just yeah. like eighty yeah. percent of the time they were going yeah. in. Um, the Sixers could really use an eighty percent three point. Yeah, shoot. just just stand there. <laughs> At oh, least somebody man. would have to guard him. Yeah, that's true. You just stand there. They, they, you know, they couldn't yeah. double team. I, I think I would rather have the robot eighty percent three point shooter and play four on five at the other end than the Sixers go get Derrick Rose. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, if we could find a way to make what that a happen. terrible idea! I don't yeah, know I just don't like that idea. I don't know, man. Like I, I've never. What does that solve? That's outside absolutely of like, nothing. Yeah, outside of like rookie Derrick Rose, like I wasn't really like a huge Derrick Rose really? fan. I mean, I mean, I'm a D Rose fan. I love D Rose, but like I, he, he just doesn't do anything for us that we don't already have. 
I mean, he's like a quicker ball handler, and like has handles. Yeah, but like so does but Ben. Like, the yeah, I, like yeah, but he's no. not like like he's fast, but he's not like shifty quick. Okay, like yeah. he's more of like power dribbling and yeah. like uses his body. Yeah, to, I mean, I mean that that's what we lost space. when we lost Jimmy Butler. Like we yeah, lost like that, a probing like, yeah, dribble type. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but that's like something that you can, you can kind of get around by pacing. And I don't the think the D Rose is that great of a shooter either. Oh, he's not. No, he's he's an average shooter. He's like career historically been an average shooter. Yeah. He doesn't solve any of the issues that yeah. we had. Most of the stuff is like finishing inside, and like, do we really want someone no. else besides like Ben and Joel who are going to try to finish inside? It's like clogging up even not more. Even like it's ben, not Ben, Joel, Al. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's kind of stepped out a little bit, but like when yeah, he's been like playing like stretch four, which is cool. Yeah. Like, like shooting is the is the priority right now for yeah. the Sixers at the deadline. Yeah. Uh, we did have Joel Embiid return the other night in the game against the Warriors. Jay Rich, uh, Josh Richardson, unfortunately, is out for a couple it's weeks, L- losing a lot of like two way utility there. Yeah, I mean, so. like Jay J- Rich, like obviously, like the offense is like a work in progress, but like yeah. you can rely on him for like. You know, twelve to fifteen a night. Yeah, and like reliable defense and well, he's, like he's the, chasing guards around and he's the fourth or fifth option. Yeah, you know, so you know that, that's really like you, you need from him. Yeah, obviously it still sucks to lose him and like the whole starting lineup like yeah. not being there is like crucial to developing chemistry. Yeah, uh, you know, as we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs, uh, we have a tough stretch coming up. I think we play. I think we have Atlanta tomorrow night, which isn't too tough. But Atlanta does usually play us. They'll like, play with up. a chip with yeah with a chip They'll on their up. shoulder. Um, but I know that we have like Miami coming up. We have Boston coming up. Um, the Bucks again coming up. Yeah. So I mean, like thing, things are obviously like we're playing against like these other top teams in the East um, without Josh Richardson, which is going to suck. Um, you know, we made out pretty well without Joel Embiid for for all things considered, which um, is the value of Horford. Yeah, and also Ben was much more aggressive in those games. Yeah. Um, so, like, now it's kind of like finding a balance where Ben can be aggressive in some spots. Joel can be aggressive in some spots. Tobias can kind of probe and get into his rhythm in some spots. Yeah. And it's just a matter of, like, drawing up the right plays at the right time and managing usage, mixing in the rotations, um, you know, yeah. maybe, like, do more with Ben and Al on the floor and Joel off or – you know, Neto and Embiid on the floor and Ben off or, you know, however Brett decides to do it. Um, But, like, the the whole idea that two star players can't coexist together, like, for the benefit of the team is just absurd. And my buddy Josh, he had sent in a listener question, uh, half-jokingly asking me when Brad Stevens was going to get fired. Uh, Brad Stevens is, like, a fine coach. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, he's obviously been very good. Uh, in Boston, it's 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 fine. But, like, people, especially on Twitter and, like, with the fucking trade machine bullshit, like, we do not have to trade one of our two, no. like, star players for the sake of the other. Like, we we have two star players. Like, there's a lot of teams in the league that can't, that, that can't say that, that they have two, yeah. like, star to superstar level players. And to think that, like, they can't coexist in any way, like, for the benefit of the team is just goofy. Like, that's why, you know, like, the team was built this way. And, like, the team around them might not be perfect. And I think, like, 
as we've said on here and, you know, we've speculated, like, the Sixers obviously are, like, buyers at the deadline, whether they're going to, like, buy, get somebody bought out or trade for someone, um, you know, we're, we're a piece away, whereas other teams, you know, they're a couple yeah. pieces away. Now, riddle me this. What about Iguodala? So, yeah, we'll, we could segue in our trade deadline stuff. Um, so a few teams that we kind of wanted to highlight – uh, the Grizzlies being one, they're I think like kind of like teetering on the eight, number eight seed, yeah, uh, in the Western Conference right now, which for them is very good because like they're in a they're rebuild. a young team, yeah. they're in a rebuild, and they're playing well enough to kind of yeah. sneak in. They're not in utilizing the Andre Iguodala at all. I don't know if he's even played this year. I, I don't and believe. And you know, Memphis no. has said like we are not buying him out. Like we're going to trade him one way or another at the deadline. And I mean, for them, it's smart because I I don't know what. The like, are you going to get like a player? Or are you going to get like a future pick? Is it going to be a first round pick? I don't think so. I'd give, I'd give, him, I'd give up a second round for him. Yeah, I mean, it it just depends on what the value is. Like, how badly does someone want Andre Iguodala on on their basketball team? Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, like the Grizzlies are kind of like in a power position you, where you know, frankly, if, if we could if we could pick him up and maybe like maybe lock him down for one more year. I'd love to see Andre Iguodala as a mentor to, um, uh, wow, drawing a blank. Matisse? No, not Matisse. Well, maybe Matisse. I, I like. I, actually, you know, that's actually I hadn't even. Iguodala for like the um, longest time was one of the best perimeter defenders in the oh, NBA. Oh yeah. Um, um, Shyak. As like that kind of like you know like like that three spot like yeah. tough defender. And Iguodala is like gradually become a, a you know more respectable shooter as yeah. he's gotten like later in his career. Of course, yeah. he was historically I think it a would terrible make, shooter with yeah. us. Yeah, I think but. it would make more more sense for like Matisse as far as like a yeah. mentor type. Yeah, no, I, actually, like, I I I think that makes a lot of sense. But even then, like, I I don't I don't like I said I don't know what the asking price is for the Grizzlies to get. It can't rid of be Iguodala. that high. They're not I don't, using him. Yeah, but like, if someone wants him that desperately, and like you're not going to shop it around for the best offer, like why why even field anything? Like, if one team is offering, like, a player and a future pick, and the other team's offering a first-round pick and a future and a player, you know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah, we're not going to, like, you know, if, if that's what if that's what his market value is, so be it. Yeah, and it's mostly going to be determined what, by, like, how many teams are interested and who's willing to yeah. essentially overpay. Or, ha- or, or, or is a, he worth it? I don't know. a proven 3-and-D commodity but he's to older. add to he's our got, bench. He's got an extra year or two on his body than he okay. did when he so was he's on the finals. bench, like... I think I think I could also have some left in the tank. I think there's other options out there, um, you know, namely Robert Covington, yeah. which we'll get to in a second. But you know, I don't think um, I don't know. I, I feel like we could at least get some value out of Iguodala, where you know we can use him when it's necessary, when he's needed. You know, we're not gonna like put too much of a burden on him to like come up big, especially defensively. I think he was burdened with a lot, like you know, with so much, you know, you know, defensive responsibility yeah. for so long that um, for us, for him to come to Philadelphia, where you know we've got this defensive identity, um, you know, he would fit in really well with us right now. But at the same time, you know, we're we're, we're not putting him on on you know LeBron, right? That's Ben's job, yeah. right? So you know. He's. I, yeah. I think if he's he, covering he like the, the third or fourth option on the other team's offense, like that's yeah. fine. And then it's like, is he going to hit three pointers? 
I mean, yeah. that's what it boils down to. He'll shoot from at least, he'll, he'll shoot like at least like 35% or something. We'll yeah. see. I mean, like I said, I don't, he's not played all year. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, a, as a he's professional, a he's, he's keeping he's himself in shape. But, like, either way, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, like, the Grizzlies, like, if they can get another asset to go with, like, John Morant and uh, mm. Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, Brandon Clark is also pretty good. He's yeah. a, a their young kind of, like, power forward center spot. Um, the Grizzlies, like, are, are kind of, like, on the come up as far as, like, you know, building up future assets and, um, you know, making the most of it. Uh, we talked about the Pistons a little bit, um, how Derrick Rose presumably is going to be on the move to a title contender. Uh, Andre Drummond is another name that's kind of been floating around um, yeah. that we've seen. Yeah. You know, we kind of mentioned probably one it. of the, the the biggest guys, um, you know, you know, name brand guys that's actually been floating around. Him and Chris Paul, I think, are the two biggest names that um, you know could be available. Yeah. Um, but as far as I mean, he's a real unicorn. You know, as far as like you know, avail you know what's available right now. I mean, the guy's averaging 15 rebounds a game, but at the same time, it, I don't think that's truly indicative of his um, his defense that he plays. Yeah. Um, I'd say he's an average defender. Yeah. I think he just happens to like you know the way that roster is constructed. He really just vacuums like a really large amount of you know of that production. So I think that's like you know boosting his trade value and i think detroit recognizes that and they're going to try to capitalize on that so i mean the question is you know who needs um you know a a center who you know can't stretch in any sense of the word i mean i would argue like that that the celtics could use someone like drama fair because like ennis Cantor is not going to get it done defensively in the postseason um, Daniel Tice is no. not going to get it done defensively in the postseason. No. I don't know what it's going to take um, for them to go get someone like Drummond. Like, is it going to take Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? I don't know. I th- I, I think that hurts them more. Uh, I, I'm just I just I, I'm that, not that I'm not might, trying yo, to say yeah, it to that, be like that might be be what it would take to get it done. But I don't think that makes them a better basketball team to get rid of you know to you know. Two of their franchise cornerstones at the moment. Yeah, I mean, but they also have like Kemba Walker, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown, all of whom like would trade, kind of do the same thing. I would trade Hayward. Yeah, Hayward might work. I think that's fair. Hayward might take it or make it work. I think I think that's more. I don't. Than I, fair. The, my biggest thing is like I don't know like how the money matches up. Yeah, that's that, what I was gonna like, say. You and, can see how the money and lines us, up. Us not having like a producer live to like. Tell us, yeah. like, yeah, that makes <laughs> that makes absolute sense. Yeah. Or what the fuck are you guys talking about? That would, yeah. that would be helpful. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, There's like, the disclaimer. It's like uh, we don't actually know what we're talking about. Yeah. We, we, we know what we're talking about most of the time. But, yeah. like, sometimes. On the court, at least. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't, at least. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, like, does, does you know, Hayward get it done? I don't know. Um, you know, if it's, a, if it's a money thing, I don't like Hayward. I think he's neither do I. Anyway. I mean, I don't. I don't think that like the Celtics adding Drummond poses a problem for Embiid in the playoffs. No, because or or, and, or Giannis in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like those are the two players that yeah, they have real estate that, on him. That what? Well, not even that, but like Giannis, real stopping Giannis and stopping Embiid. Like those have to be like the Celtics' priorities in mm-hmm. a seven-game series with either of those teams. Yeah. Um, stopping Marc Gasol doesn't like doesn't rank on that list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
But, like, obviously, like, if Drummond is on the move, like, I feel like the Celtics would probably pick up the phone. Um, there's, I'm sure there's, like, a couple other teams. They'd be remiss not to. Um, but, yeah, I... <laughs> I don't feel bad. For, I don't feel bad. They'll, they'll for trade Blake Detroit. Griffin. Marcus Smart. They'll, they'll send. I like some Marcus more, Smart. A lot. They'll send some more scrappy guards. I to would Detroit. love Mar- That's I that's would, what they need. They I need would more. love Marcus Smart on the Sixers. Oh yeah, would love the absolutely Sixers. love it. No, I'm I'm just I'm just. You're just busting. No, I just think that that Detroit will just be a team full of like six foot four guys who play really good uh, perimeter defense, and you know, and that'll be it. That's yeah. it for them. <laughs> Blake Griffin is like a shell of himself. I think like part of it is like the knee injury this year, but he just does not look like himself anymore. Yeah, and he kind of like reinvented himself as like the point forward, and he had dropped like forty on us in a game last year. It pissed me off. Um, yeah, that was, that was like that was like his like one of his only like yeah. games all year. Yeah, I mean, like Blake Griffin and Kevin Love like both getting like huge money and now like being stuck on teams that like have no direction. Like, that's gotta <laughs> fucking suck. Yeah. Um, Kevin Love wants wants out. Yeah, but like, so who wants big. Kevin Love? That's that's the thing. Like, yeah. do the Celtics want Kevin Love? Not for not for the asking price. They don't. Oh no, I know Celtics fans probably. Yeah, want yeah. Kevin Love. <laughs> Ooh, another, go, yeah, another white he's guy. A hot, he's a hard worker. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the game the right way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck off. Dumb. Um, uh, you mentioned uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, obviously, Robert Covington has kind of got thrown around a lot as another potential trade target. Yeah. Um, I saw the Rockets were kind of like interested in Covington. Oh, um, oh, oh I, I could see that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, hope it not. makes it makes I, sense he, because like he's like a three point guy. But look, somebody's got to play fucking defense. Yeah, and well. someone on the Rockets has to play defense, so it might as well be Robert Covington. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Obviously, the Sixers have also kind of expressed interest in bringing back Robert Covington. Makes sense. Uh, we should have never gotten rid of him in the first place, but that's a whole separate yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, Covington, like, back in Philly would be fun. Um, it still doesn't kind of solve, like, the ball handling creation in the second unit, but it would give us, like, another shooter that we know, it's you know yeah, is reliable. It's, it's always good to have more stretch. Yeah. And, like, one of the biggest things with Covington was, like, People were pissed off because like he would miss shots, but like shoot like shooting threes in general, like you're only gonna make like on average thirty five percent of them, which yeah. is a little more than one in three. So like it's like thinking that someone is gonna like make so like all these three pointers is just silly. Yeah. Like you miss more than you make. So like it's just who can miss less at a higher percentage. You know what I mean? Like people were so concerned, like how streaky how streaky Covington is as a three point shooter. Yeah. All three point shooters are streaky. Yeah. Like you're gonna go like Matisse had that stretch where he was like shooting over forty percent, and yeah. I think since he's come back, he's shooting like under twenty <laughs> percent. So I mean, you know, when you balance it out, it's like okay, like thirty four percent, it's fine. It's like average. Um, just a lot of like overreaction on like basic math bullshit. Um, Obviously, like Covington being in Minnesota, the, the the Wolves have already made like a couple moves. I know they like they traded Jeff Teague, um, and a couple other things. Yeah. Carl um, Anthony Towns is like in a weird position where like I don't know if it's like he's just unhappy because he's not going to win with them. Yeah, and I, and I mean I don't know if someone wants to go out and trade to get him. I feel like the asking price for a Carl Anthony Towns is much higher than it would be for a Andre oh, Drummond. Yeah. Just because he's younger, he's more of an offensive threat. 
Yeah. Obviously, like the defense isn't like a, a huge part of his game, but I just I, think like his ceiling is higher than Drummond. I, I do not think the Timberwolves would, in any scenario, consider moving him though. If um, he if he was I, unhappy enough and it got like that public, you don't think that they would be like forced maybe, to like move maybe, him? Maybe only if only if he forces their hand. But otherwise, um, it, it, there's no scenario other than that that makes any sense for them. Like, you know, what do you, I mean, how old is he now? He's like 20. He's probably five. pretty young. Keep talking all over. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's no scenario really where moving a player of that age and skill set is going to make your team better, right? You're not going to get anybody younger than him, no. right? Um, He's 24. 24. Okay. All right. So I was, I was close. Um, you're not going to get anybody younger than him. You're not going to – he's kind of a unicorn. He's, you know, got a very specific stretch skill set for a big guy. You're not going to get anybody with that kind of utility. Yo, is that the cat? Holy fuck. <laughs> Sorry. That was like the biggest yell I've ever heard out of that cat's mouth. Well, Big um, Edith. She heard her name, sure, be on the cat, and she was like, <laughs> It's like, it's me. Sorry. It's okay. Um, that was uh, my cat, uh, Big Edith. Um, she's a fat piece of shit. Jesus Christ, cat. Oh. oh, my God. It's probably because the door is cracked. She wants to come downstairs. Um, Maybe she will. Maybe she'll make an appearance on the pod. She's not supposed to. She might make an appearance on the pod. She might. That bitch might. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, the, I, I don't think there's any, any realistic scenarios where Minnesota is going to move Carl Anthony Towns unless he uh, – Jimmy Butler's, basically – he goes into practice and just shits all over the court, you know, verbally. Um, so I don't know. I feel like if he cried enough about it and it went public, that they would be like, "Ah, fuck this." Well, what would that say about that organization at that point? I mean, they—I forget who they just hired someone like as their GM, and like I don't know if they're like ready to rebuild completely or what. But like, Andrew Wiggins ain't it. No. So, well, they, like, they should have traded him a long time ago. So, like, are you going to bring somebody in then? Like, are you going to go out and get somebody at the deadline? Or are you going to, like, try to flounder in free agency I think you and get draft. somebody? You, then you they're going to have to you, trade some assets to get future good picks. It's Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins ain't worth a third rounder. I don't even think they have a third round in the draft. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who the f- like there's no somebody will market. Take it. Somebody, somebody will trade a second rounder for him. No way. It's not going to be like a rebuilding team that's wanting to give up future draft assets for a washed up fucking player. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like it's not like they're oh like we'll take on like unless it's going to be like for cash considerations, and then you just fucking you know give them like extra cap space. What about Golden State? No, they're crazy. They're, they're, their they're, pedigree they're, no, they, their they pedigree is too their pedigree to is too high for even to consider bringing Wiggins in. Like I think if like. I don't know. They look pretty bad. Last like Cat probably wants like one of his buddy buddies like to come and be on his team with him. He probably wants to just play with Ben Simmons, but he's uh, jealous because uh, yeah, he, he, he doesn't like Joel. <laughs> um, he's jealous of Joel. No, he I know, wants like, to be Joel. I know like Cat and like Devin Booker and D'Angelo Russell are all like friends with one another. So like I don't know if he wants to like play with one of them. But Ooh, like I, I don't see him go into the Suns. That would be a no. They won't do that with Aiden. They're not going to give up on Aiden that quickly. I would, I would trade him for Cat, who's already like proven like he's an all star. I mean, he is an all star. Yeah, like I would, you know, I would, I would, I would work a package with Aiden and like some some other I don't fucking know, assholes from the Suns. Who gives us? It's the Suns. Who cares? Like, 
I I would I wouldn't do that. Well, but then again, I'm I not would. a general manager in the NBA. I would. All right, I think let's... I think that's a big money move. All right, let's talk about the Kings. The Kings supposedly like were benching Buddy Heald in favor of Bogdan Bogdanovich. Which is I don't know. Oh, I don't know if they're trying to like get Bogdan to play more to increase to increase too, so. the trade value because I kind of feel like that's what the Knicks have been doing all fucking year, where they're like putting Marcus out putting Morris. out like Bobby Portis and a Morris twin and fucking old ass uh, Marcus just is, old Marcus ass is players. the uh, the current Nick. Um, fuck I, fuck them. They're fucking weird. They are. They should. Do they have like the same tattoos and everything too? Probably. They should body swap and like see if people know. Do you think they've done it before? Like where a Morris twin has like a big game against a certain team, and they're just like, "Fuck it, we're gonna swap bodies tonight." They probably had like the same girlfriend in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But like, obviously, like the Sixers would benefit yeah. from like a Bogdan Bogdanovich type. I think Markeith is on the Pistons. Yeah. Also. Marcus is like notably like the better brother. Yeah, he's also the point. bigger asshole of the two of them. Yeah, I mean, they're both assholes. Yeah, but Marcus is worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like shooting like crazy right now though. Like dude can shoot. He's been hot lately. He's Are you telling hot. me you're trying to trade for Marcus Morris? No, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not. The, the numbers are Fuck there. Fuck the Morrises. I mean, I'm not trading for him. Somebody will. I know that's the thing. Apparently, reportedly, Marcus Morris wants to stay with the Knicks, which is you know really inexplicable. He wants to rebuild. He trusts the process. They don't have a process. I know the Knicks are fucking shit. Those show. fucking cra- <laughs> those fucking crackheads will probably offer him a four year deal. <laughs> max. Four like, year he's max. the next mellow max deal for Marcus Morris. They'll they'll bring in Markeith. They'll call up they'll call up Detroit. They'll get Markeith and D Rose. That'll be their big three. The new big three. <laughs> the Marcus Brothers and Derek Rose. I feel bad for, like, Knicks fans because, like, my buddy Mike and my buddy Josh, like, they're both Knicks fans, and they're just kind of like, yep, this is this is it. This is the life. It's, like, a really great time to just fucking jump ship and be a Nets fan, though. Like, nah, I don't – they probably aren't one to do that. I mean, yeah. I would. Yeah. Absolutely. Get yeah. me the fuck out of there. Um, Especially with, like – like it's Kyrie it's, and KD, or they're they're yeah. <laughs> or a they're, Morris twin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, not really yeah. comparable. Yeah, yeah, you're starting. I think Bobby Portis is like biggest career accomplishment is breaking uh, what's his face's jaw in practice. <laughs> Who's uh, Miritich, Nikola Miritich? Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I was like a Bulls practice. He like wow. punched him in the jaw, broke his jaw. So why he had a beard for so long to cover up his disfigured jaw? Maybe, maybe. The world may never know. I forgot about Nikola Mirotic. Yeah, I think he's on the Pelicans. That's probably why. Mm. <laughs> Where all players go to be forgotten. Yeah. Um, the Lakers are obviously buyers. Uh, they're probably like a piece or two away from like yeah. truly contending yeah. in the playoffs with the, the Clippers. I know like the standings are what the standings are, but I think that like when it comes down to it in the playoffs, like the Lakers could use a piece. Um, you know, like yeah. last Saturday, you know, no Joel. No Jay Rich. They come into Philly and we beat them. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. I mean, they did have like a, a little bit of a road game stretch. Yeah. Um, and they're getting ready to go back home. But um, now I know, you know just something, something missing. Like, no, KCP is not going to be like. Contavious Caldwell, boop. 
Um, now, I know you've got a lot of unbridled dislike for Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, yeah. But AKA 6'9", Jordan Clarkson. That's really, I got to give some credit to the really, internet for that one. That's really disrespectful because like to Jordan Clarkson, dude. Jordan Clarkson fucking sucks. So does Kyle Kuzma. No, he doesn't. Did you, think... dude? Did you see the other night, like just him getting like torched on defense? I mean, he's like, he's too skinny. Like he he's he's a three. He's not no. a four. He's a three. He's bad. I don't know. The Lakers can get good value for him. Can they? Yes, I think they can. I think you're overrating him. Oh, man. Like no like I don't know. Like I I again I'm not a general manager in, in the NBA. I'm not gonna be like, I, hey, I, like what I can, can what can I, I give can you see, for Kyle Kuzma? Like, I could see Kuzma reuniting uh with Luke Walton in Sacramento. I could see that. I could I could see them moving I could see them moving Bohan. Bohan uh for me. Kuzma and maybe somebody else. Or maybe like a pick or something. I don't know. I, I could see that. I could see the Lakers looking to add more shooting. Shooting, yes. Yeah. Kuzma's not like had that like his rookie year, he was all you know, an average NBA shooter. And it just ain't there. It's not there. I could see Kuzma going to Sacramento being 18 points per game. Guy. So Harrison Barnes. I, they already I, have Harrison I, Barnes. <laughs> that's the, that's yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, but he's cheaper than Harrison Barnes. I don't know why. Oh, no, actually, they just they just gave Harrison Barnes a contract last year, though, which is insane. Yeah. Um, but Chandler it's, Parsons. No, oh god. <laughs> um, Remember those good old days, the Chandler Parsons days. He's he's probably still collecting money. That's insane. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just I, I just, want to like Sacramento. I really, I mean, I like De'Aaron Fox a lot. I love Swiper. I really like Sacramento. I wish they were good. I would like them to be good. They were flirting with a playoff. Maybe that's how last year. Maybe, maybe that's pretty uh, congruent with uh, my feelings about Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> I, I kind of like him, and I, I feel like he should be good, but he's like not that effective. Yeah. But like I, I could see. I mean, I mean, look, look, look at uh, you know your other favorite guy, Brandon Ingram. He's not my favorite guy. Um, that's sarcasm. Fuck. Fuck them. <laughs> you just don't like anybody who's had anything to do with that, like, shitty Lakers rebuild who's just been jettisoned you, you, off. There you go. Shitty Lakers rebuild. Like, yeah. you, you, those three words coupled together, it just goes to show you it didn't work. Yeah, because nobody was, like, a good st- – there were no stars. It was a bunch of, like, role players. Damn. Damn. Lon- I would argue that Lonzo is the best of those three players. No. Lonzo no. does more for his team. Like, generating offense. How do you think Ingram gets all these looks? Boom. Julius Randle. Fuck Julius. He's on the Knicks. <laughs> Fuck him. He's, he's the other star player of the Knicks. Yeah. Like, oh, he puts up 30 a night. Yeah, on the fucking Knicks. Like, who else is going to score? Julius Randle, like, um, I could see him, like, on the right team, you know, like, kind of settling into, like, a like a Zebo role. Like, like, you know, kind of like little block tough guy. Zebo was cool, though. Well, yeah, And yeah. Julius Randle ain't. Yeah, no. Nah. Although the name Julius is kind of tough. <laughs> yeah, but Randall is not. As a first name or a last name. No. I'm sorry. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the Spurs. Yeah, this was um, interesting that I that I saw you put it on there. And I left it on there because LaMarcus Aldridge takes threes now. Yeah. Which is which is new. Like before he was like exclusively long two guy. Yeah. Which is fucking 
inefficient. Like it's yeah. inexplainable why they he would is, let him he continue has to do that. moved into at this point in his career to being a very efficient. I think a forty two point nine percent three point shooter, um, which really you know. That's 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 what championship teams are looking for. They're looking for a third or fourth option who can shoot lights out, who's a utility guy. I feel like he makes too much money though to be traded anywhere. Is the only thing. Yeah, maybe. Same thing with DeRozan, maybe. who you also mentioned. DeRozan, on and and that's why he's like the opposite. There she be. There's yeah, the Edith. Cat. Edith is in Edith the building. I can't believe appearance. she came down here. She might shit down here though. She probably will. Cool. I'm gonna text Kevin. And tell him to like come get her ass. Oh, Kevin might be on the pod too. Tonight. He's probably. Uh, um, but yeah, like I just don't think. Like the the money would be right for like, obviously like those are probably like the two highest paid players on the Spurs. Um, I like I don't mean this like negatively, but like I think like Pop should probably like consider like bowing out. Like obviously he's had like a historic career as an NBA coach. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know. Like if he, I mean, if he wants to stick around as the Spurs rebuild and kind of like carry on his culture, uh, you know in the team like as they move forward but i just i just don't know um you know it'll be interesting to see like yeah like they have some young players but like pop is like either not willing to play them like alani walker type who's like another like good three and d guy uh high effort and cool ass hair yeah and like pop just doesn't really play them too much no same thing with like Deontay murray um there's a couple other guys i can't think of off the top of my head um but yeah, I don't know. The Spurs, the Spurs are just weird. They've always been weird. Just like, like first they were like super fundamental, and then they were like super efficient, and now they're just kind of like not. Um, so it's just kind of weird. And then obviously, like we've been talking about like the Sixers as buyers. Um, yeah. Do you want to say your you, you put it you put it as a hot take, but I don't think it's that hot. It's it's I would no. say it's a mild take. Yeah. 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 I mean. Could the Sixers move Al Horford? I don't think so because of the contract. Yeah. Um, I don't think it makes that much sense at this point because um, I don't think there's anybody um, on the market at this point that would be worth moving him for yeah. and, or rather any like feasible trades. Um, so I, 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 he's, he's, better. I just don't he's, know. he's better with us than against us at this point. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's what it always was. It was like, man, I wish that we had him so that Joel wouldn't have to go up against him. Yeah, it was kind of thing. Yeah. All right, here comes Kevin to get Edith. Yeah. Look, look at that look. Edith. She Edith, knows she's she in knows trouble. She messed. She up. probably shit in that corner, to be honest. <laughs> this is some high quality yeah, content she knows, here, ladies and gentlemen. She knows what she did. Oh, there's Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was hiding back in the boxes back there. We'll take a peek when we're done. She, dude, she was yowling, yowling to get down here. We probably we probably should have stopped to like <laughs> like appease her, but like there she goes. All right. Yeah, we. Yeah, are. we're good. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Kev. All right. Moving on. What a great. What a great. Se- that was our new segment. Edith in the house. Edith shows up, looks at us all stupid. Um, she's just like just angry, displeased, and confused. She's not really allowed in the basement because I don't like her getting into stuff like that. Um, although I probably should not. I don't know. Maybe she's okay down here. That was our weekly Edith segment. I just don't want her like like chewing on my power tools and shit. <laughs> spoken, like, spoken like a yeah. true Lebanese. Spoiler alert: We record in the basement. <laughs> um, in case anybody wasn't aware. So, anyway, 
So Sixers overall, we've we've covered most of this, but it's uh, you know the uh, the obvious need for shooters, somebody with you know shot creation ability for that second unit. Um, we don't want Derrick Rose. No, that makes I, I, no I'm, sense. Yeah. It's I just wouldn't like enjoy. I, I just wouldn't enjoy it. No, like the the idea of it is like, oh, Derrick Rose can dribble and get to the rim, yeah. leading a second unit. That's yeah. fine. He can run pick and roll with somebody. Yeah. But like, I just like would be like, ugh, Derrick yeah. Rose. Like, and, I just wouldn't. Our our two hot targets are uh, are Bogdan Bogdanovich and uh, Robert Covington. If yeah. if the price is right, yeah, those right. those would be like my two like let's let's do this. Yeah, I think we're agreed on that. The, the, they they would fit well. Yeah. Uh, the NBA also announced their all-star starters uh, for the all-star game coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, so kind of surprisingly, Trey Young did get uh, the all-star starter point guard position for the Eastern Conference. Um, ben made like a really strong push there the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, all-star games are weird in general. And obviously Ben being like a weirdo who like won't shoot. <laughs> it's, it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously, like Trey Young in his second year getting into the All Star game, being a starter, that's great for him. Uh, Kemba Walker uh, rounds out the guard position for the East, uh, and then in the front court we have uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, reigning MVP uh, and the leader of the uh, Eastern Conference, leading Bucks, uh, and then two Cameroon Kings in Pascal Siakam and Joel Embiid uh, both make it to the All Star game. Siakam, a first-time All-Star, uh, but pretty crazy that two dudes from Cameroon who like barely starting playing basketball, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, within this past decade, like are now starting in the All-Star game. Uh, and then in the Western Conference, uh, we have Luka Doncic. Yeah, you know, Luka, Luka and Harden is a very interesting. Um, yeah, you have one guy who does step backs very combo. fast, and one guy who has step backs very slow. Yeah. So you kind of have like the complete spectrum of step back yeah. three pointers, yeah. uh, which is fun. Uh, we have robot Kawhi Leonard, uh, the, and then, the only man who will play him and Giannis are going to be the only two men playing defense in this game. I feel like Ben would play defense or will play defense. Yeah. He should be the all star. Yeah, Joel won't. Nah, <laughs> it's not worth I, it. I, I, look, worth I, the look, risk. He, I look, he don't even want him to play. But like, no, I don't. Yeah, either. Him being named, <laughs> him being named a starter, like he can go in and like play a little bit and then sit. Yeah. Like I, I'm good with that. Um, and then rounding out the uh, Western Conference All-Stars, uh, we have the Lakers duo of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Obviously, it's still probably a couple weeks away at this point. Um, Three-point shootout, dunk contest, skills competition. Uh, those should all be, you know, fun events. Yeah. The NBA All-Star game is always, like, a fun weekend. Like, basketball culture in general is, like, yeah. you know, you have, like, a lot of hip-hop stars. You have a lot of, like, movie stars. Uh, obviously, like the stars of the NBA, like kind of come out and coming together. Um, obviously, like this season will be a little bit different with like you know everything going on now, um, but it still should be a lot of fun. Uh, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, a couple listener questions before we go. Uh, I mentioned the one from Josh about uh, when will Brad Stevens get fired, uh, which is kind of like a joke question, um, but it kind of boils back to me saying like the online Twitter bullshit of like, let me make a trade generator to see what I can get for your team's best player. Um, it's just goofy. Like to say that like two stars can't coexist on a team is silly. Uh, like these guys are like out there to figure it out and like win a championship. Like I, I, I don't think anybody's at least in like Ben and Joel's cases, I don't think that like either of their egos are too big yeah. to like get in yeah. the way of one another. Um, in some cases, it's like, yeah, does 
Ben need to do this for the sake of Joel? Sure. But like, it's something that like they'll get to. And like, as they mature, like it'll become, you know, easier to do that. Um, another question really quick. Uh, we had from Rory, another friend of the show. Um, obviously with Kobe Bryant's passing, uh, what kind of effect do you think that that will have on the Lakers uh, and the rest of the league in their pursuit for a championship this year? I think we uh, we discussed this a little bit beforehand because this is actually a, a really good question. Um, uh, I think you stated really well that um, I think a lot of guys are going to be um, uh, really playing at um, – at their full capacity. Yeah. You know, I mean, in, not that like you know, load management is going to like stop, but I think but that like when the games start to matter, like you're going to be getting the best version of yeah, these guys with like, a bit more grit, a bit more determination, yeah, the ultimate competition level of competition. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think like, obviously like LeBron is probably shouldering a lot of, um, Ooh, yeah. like That's responsibility like, of like responsibility and like legacy. Um, it's very to, to WWE like. Oh yeah, like absolutely. Storyline. Yeah, like, I mean, I kinda like that. Yeah, everything is wrestling. If you if, <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. really think about like it's all, all drama. of this is drama. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, like obviously, like LeBron has like a huge burden, kind of not burden, yeah. but like a huge responsibility on his shoulders to like yeah. represent the Lakers, um, represent the NBA uh, in this time. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, obviously, like they could absolutely obliterate everyone the rest of the way and like go to the finals. Um, But I I think it's kind of the same for everyone. You know, everyone kind of has looked up to Kobe, you know, throughout their lives. Some of these guys have played with him um, Mm -hmm. and like that ultimate level of competition and determination and, and grit and, and everything. I think like everybody, everybody is going to want to play with that level of tenacity, um, especially in the playoffs. Um, So like, I don't know that it like changes like the grand scheme of things, like one way or another. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to have like a negative uh, impact. Uh, obviously, like losing Kobe Bryant is absolutely tragic and terrible. Um, but I think that, like, obviously, like his legacy and his work ethic and everything benefited everyone so positively that, you know, they'll be able to carry on that yeah. in the future. So, yeah. Now, how long do you think it's going to be until Nike officially makes like a full Kobe spinoff brand and just like milks this for all it's worth? That would fucking suck. I mean, like, I, I think they will. Like, honestly, like, I know, like, I, it sucks because, like, obviously, like, like, the Kobe Bryant passed away absolutely tragically. And, like, the first thing that, like, a lot of companies are, like, probably thinking is, like, how can we monetize this? Yeah. Like, I know that, like, they're probably trying to reprint his book as quickly as they possibly Mama, fucking yeah, can. Yeah, that Mamba mentality. I'm sure that, like, book they I'm sure that with. they're trying to sell as many fucking jerseys as they can. Like, I, I just. Yeah. It sucks that that's even, like, a thing that we have to consider. Yeah. Fuck capitalism, motherfuckers. <laughs> We're all cogs in the machine, my friend. It just fucking sucks. That, like, that's the first thing. All right, so we're no. going to end this on a no. lighter note. Yeah, oh. You, uh, I, I, I have a You li- have something else? You know, yours first. You, no, no, I was going to tell about your what you did. Oh. <laughs> is yours you basketball related? It is. Okay, go so, your basketball no, thing I, I think we should end on it because you don't know what I'm going to talk about. Okay. Steve, and I think it'll so, be funnier. Before we started to record, um, Steve had texted me earlier today um, that he was going to attempt to do the soy sauce challenge. Uh-huh. Um, for those of you that don't know, it was kind of a thing that p- popped up on TikTok. Yeah, um, I actually downloaded TikTok recently. It's not bad. Um, yeah, yeah. You just gotta like you have know to where sift to, through you, the you shit. Gotta, yeah, there's a lot of like, but there's gold. There's yeah. some gold in there. 
Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, it's a thing that started on TikTok uh, where apparently your balls have taste buds. So yeah. it being called the Soy Sauce Challenge, Steve, would you like to tell the crowd uh, yeah. uh, how, how it went? So um, I didn't taste anything. My balls just kind of hurt afterwards. Like it was kind of like they just kind of like recoiled. I'm pretty sure that like yeah not yeah I just not in a good way it was like 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 I don't know they were not just, like they, they the, were my like, balls like, are cold like, like biologically like my balls were mad at me for doing that <laughs> they're like why the fuck did you do that and like honestly like like it just like my bathroom just like smelled like dumplings too like, like so <laughs> that's true kinda like 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 pork gyoza yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like. I, I, I think, like, scientifically, and I was doing some research about this, about, like, you know, the reasoning why people are fucking dunking their balls and shit. Um, it's because your, uh, you know, your, you know, your boys down there um, are sensitive to, um, you know, like, I guess, like, I mean, this doesn't really apply to soy sauce, but, like, to glucose levels and stuff like that. So, you know, a certain amount, you know of uh i guess soy sauce was you know absorbed through the uh you know the scrotum if you will got it um see y'all motherfuckers didn't know you were getting a science lesson today did you yeah yeah that's right i, I didn't say balls i said scrotum <laughs> see i went to college fuck <laughs> talk about look scrotum. at this look at us now baby yeah talk about nuts and some we're not talking about balls <laughs> we're talking about scrotums <laughs> Not the balls. Not nuts. <laughs> Not my nuts. <laughs> Scrotums. Um, <laughs> this is the worst fucking segment we've ever done, I think. I don't know. Edith was pretty bad. Yeah, this has been a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> this has been a trying episode. Rest in peace, Kobe. Um, Steve dunked his balls in soy sauce. Steve dunked his balls in soy what sauce. A, what a swing. Right, um, what, what do you have for so, me? So to end it... Um, now is this gonna piss me off? Yes, it God will. Damn it! <laughs> so uh, you know, it's something that we did not touch on in our All Star Game uh, breakdown. Um, unfortunately, we're still waiting on our uh, our three point and uh, dunk contest and skills challenge. You know, rosters. Yeah. But um, uh, we did not mention uh, that in the West backcourt, none other than my man, the White Mamba, Alex Caruso. Come on. Fuck that guy. Come on. Dude. Let's go. Like, dude, I, I, I want, like, come on. Like, like, you can't tell me that we will, will not be entertaining to watch Alex Caruso, like, try to D up. Like, like who's he? He's going to be trying to D up. Um, uh, imagine, imagine Ben. Yeah. The best part about it would be the fucking poster. Yeah. Yeah. Like Alex and Caruso, even then, yeah. the bald spot on his big fucking dumb gourd in the poster would ruin. Why? Him. Why are you attacking him for for the bald spot? He sucks. He's not oh good. My God. Yeah, he's not good. That's why it's funny. He, like, he's not on. like he he doesn't. He's a fucking G leaguer. That they needed someone to fill a fucking roster spot. Man. He ain't good. Like the 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 joke is. I just don't. I guess I just don't get the joke. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. He's trash. All right. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, We appreciate you hanging in there with us. Uh, I guess we'll talk to you soon. Um, Steve, you got anything that you want to say? Anybody? Um, You know what? Um, I know you always like to shout out, you know, certain uh, media personalities. I actually, I I hadn't really cooked up one. Um, That's okay. But, uh, you know, 
if he's listening, uh, Troy Aikman uh, can dunk his balls in soy sauce. Yeah. So and and Joe Buck can lick him off. Yeah, <laughs> suck the suck the sauce. <laughs> Joe Buck can suck the sauce off of Troy Aikman's shriveled tan nuts because you know that bitch tans his nuts. Um, and with that, uh, I think we're gonna end. Um, have a good night, everybody. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>